Oh, one, two, three, four, three, two, one, let's go live, baby. Yeah, yeah. What up, baby? Been broke. Ain't. How you doing? It's Kira the Dog. No, nada. Oban used to drive a ladder. I tried hard to supplement my luck. It's fucking funny doing jobs. It's funny. I used to help my mother stitching cushions for our Lizzie Bradley garden. Yeah, yeah. And whatnot. I dug. Smash that like. Most pros like me got paper rounds. And later we got people's rounds. A 15 away to the old boats down. Lower banger. Love that town. Oh, my jobs were medium. I rubbed down Grand Syria. Fetchy through administration. I got sacked in each location. Learned from Bruce Lee. Don't think feel. Went to America and got a record deal. I came back home all full of hope. I told my girl we won't be broke. At what we won't be broke. Yeah, welcome one and all. It's that meaning stream. Hello, how are you? Are you well? Are you are you uh, are you awash with joy? Are you super super happy? You should be. Oh no, I'm put my I'm gonna put my intro back on. I forgot the whole point of me having an intro so I can tweet the link and I didn't do it. Goodness, what a what a trial. 
Uh, I can't. I haven't tweeted my link. I haven't even tweeted my link. How do I start a show and I haven't tweeted my link? Someone do me a favor. Someone out there in Chatland, if you looked in live, could you tweet this stream uh, and I will retweet you? Uh, because I am unable to uh, download the image or do anything, really. Uh, I just had to shout at Hercules. That son of mine, that little rock bag. My telephone was charging downstairs because I have to have a telephone for the stream because uh, I need to be able to do certain things. And uh, and it wasn't where I left it. Where is it? You know the thing? Be like, where's my thing? And someone goes, it's where you left it. And it wasn't, goddammit. And he'd stolen the charger. And uh, he just, like, yeeted my phone. It was just on the floor. You little swine. I don't think he realizes this is a goddamn supercomputer. You don't just yeet a supercomputer, leave it on the floor. I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know what he's thinking. Mixed emotions with that boy today. I was very proud of him earlier. I was very proud of young Hercules. Uh, I came downstairs, and he was uh, doing a tutorial for uh, Cinema 4D. He's learning Cinema 4D. And he was just sat there patiently, you know, watching a tutorial and uh, and learning. Oh, my God. And uh, making some 3D objects. It was very beautiful. Because, you know, yesterday he, he got it. He got it. And he was initially somewhat... Um, disappointed that he couldn't just, you know, magically wave his hand at it and then it, it did whatever his, his brain wanted to happen, you know? Um, and there was a bit of drama and a bit of sadness, but uh, then, he, you know, he accepted that, okay, you have to learn the language of the software or whatever it is. And, uh, and yeah, and he was getting after it, man. I was really proud. I had tears in my eyes. He was sat there and he was, like, really studiously, like, hmm, just looking at the screen, like, really paying attention. You know, learning. I was like, damn, that's my little boy. He came out my nuts. Now look at him. Now look at him. Learning learning programming languages and learning 3D softwares. It's truly a beautiful thing. Truly a beautiful thing, brothers and sisters. And uh, speaking of beautiful things, speaking of beautiful things, uh, today we're doing a very beautiful set. We're doing a special uh, Lo-Fi Vibe set. Uh, shouts out to Lo-Fi Vibe, the fine people at Lo-Fi Vibe, updated updated their legendary lo-fi and chill playlist today it's 10 hours of the finest music hand selected by them and they're, they're very good and they have good taste and they they get thousands of submissions and they go through them all and then they whittle it down to i don't know like 150 or something like that you know uh your friendly neighborhood don is in there and i'm very grateful you know it's, it's always very grateful if someone puts me in a playlist or something like that because honestly like it doesn't happen that often you know i'm pretty much uh studiously uh you know uh ignored by the mainstream and uh i mean not the lo-fi vibe is the mainstream but you know uh it, anyway basically i always appreciate it you know when people put me on playlists or give me any kind of sort of support you know it's really nice it's really nice it gets me emotional <laughs> so shout out to them so i'm gonna dj from their selections today i'm gonna i'm gonna do a set uh, based on uh, their crates, I'm going to do one of those other someone else's crate sets, you know. And I've been listening to it all day, and it's got some really lush stuff in there. So I'm excited to bring that to you, brother, sister. Ooh, ooh! Stroke that leg. You could also smash it. You could also tap it, you know. You could also tickle it. All that stuff. There is also there is those are all uh, ways you could interact with the like. So yeah, you should. Thank you. 
Alrighty, what's cracking with you? How you doing, baby? What's going on? What is going on? How you feeling? How you feeling out there, guys? It's a beautiful day to be alive. Lots of uh, lots of activities going on out there. Lots of uh, events. Lots of events in the world that are going to have uh, effects on us. You know, all sorts of things. All sorts of things out there on what I'm now dubbing Cap Earth. Yeah, it's another beautiful day <laughs> on Cap Earth. I'm calling it Cap Earth because uh, people are talking about Flat Earth again. That one's come back, and uh, I suspect that one will increase in a magnitude. Um, but, you know, that's that's just one aspect. That's just one aspect. So I'm going with Cap Earth, you know, because Cap, Cap means, uh, you know, fugazi, lies, fraudulence, right? Uh, and what do they say in Matrix? In the Matrix, they say the world that's been pulled over, pulled over your eyes, the world that's been pulled over your eyes, right? That's the Cap Earth. You know what I mean? It's just another beautiful day on Cap Earth. <laughs> Things are never quite what they seem and what they are purported to be. By Jove, by goodness, by golly. But we regulate the vibes regardless, you know. We get after it. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. What up, DS? Join us. Where's your button? There it is. What up, Bowen Smith? What up, Cindy Bailey? What up, Roberto Pacquiao? Who was in here first? I do believe it was YouTube Hero Alex. What a guy, what a winner, what a guy. Ha <laughs> ha, yeah. YouTube Hero Alex in the house. And uh, what else? Who else? Uh, Raz Christofari was second, so shout out to you. What's going on, everyone? What's cracking with you? Did everyone get their notifications? I do not think they did. I do not think they did, so uh, put a link in a Discord or tweet somebody or something like that. YouTube's just going extra. YouTube's going extra, but you know, YouTube is awash with anger and vengeance today. They're very angry because your boy Joe Rogan is leaving YouTube. He's leaving YouTube. Well, well, it's a bit more complicated than that, or it's not as simple as that. It's, it's many aspects to this thing. Your boy, hey, what up, Omar Ali says, what up, Bikira, what up, you? What have you? Uh, yeah, your boy, Joe Rogan, has gone and done one of these exclusive deals with Spotify. Oh my goodness, yes he has. Yes, he has, like uh, Joe Budden, or uh, some, some would say, yeah, like his fellow Joe. His fellow Joe, who's also referred to as Toe, in uh, affectionately by members of the rap community, they call Joe Budden Toe Budden, interestingly. And uh, Joe Budden is being joined by Joe Rogan over at the exclusive... Uh, podcast factory of Spotify. Spotify is putting loads and loads of its effort and huge amounts of money into uh, the podcasting game. It wants to be the number one de destination for podcasts. It's wanted it wants to take over the Spotifying game. And uh, Joe Rogan is going exclusively to Spotify, which is crazy. Uh, you know, like over sixty percent of his downloads come from Apple. Just the old iTunes, the classic iTunes podcasting feed. And that will not be getting the Joe Rogan podcast anymore. 
that will not be getting the Joe Rogan podcast anymore. And uh, neither will YouTube. YouTube will be not getting the, the Joe Rogan podcast video. Now, that's where you saw the video, right? That's where everyone watched the video. Most people listen. I saw some people on uh, on Twitter giving some salty takes, being like, oh, this is, you know, this will stop his cultural relevancy. Da 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 da. Most people, because for not being on YouTube, most people aren't, what, aren't paying, uh, consuming the Joe Rogan show on YouTube. Most people are consuming it on podcast form. And most of those were doing it via Apple. So that's going to be interesting. You know, how many of those people will migrate over to Spotify? That's what Spotify wants, and that's why they've paid your boy a hundred million. Ooh, a hundred million dollars. One hundred million dollar. Word around town says word around town says your boy Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollars for uh, taking the Joe Rogan experience exclusively to Spotify, and that means it's not going to be on YouTube. Bye bye, goodbye, horseface. No more of you. And, uh, you know, Joe Rogan has been saying for a while that, you know, he kind of lives in fear of being yeeted off of YouTube. You know, he's uh, constantly being demonetized over there, constantly, you know, everyone on YouTube just has mad problems every day. You know, it's a weird thing. YouTube seems to actively want to punish you for for building their platform for them. It's very strange. Very strange things to do. Because they have yet to consolidate their position as the new cable, which is what they're trying to be, but they haven't consolidated that position yet. They're not there yet. But like they've already think they already think they're big enough that they can tell every, they can uh, you know uh, pee in the faces of those who built them, and uh, also remove the content from their platform that's the content that brought people to their platform in the first place. It's a perverse situation that they're in because it's like uh, it's like they're celebrating before they've won the race. You know, it's like they're spending the lottery money before they won the lottery. They haven't won that lottery yet, baby. She, I don't know what they're up to. You know, but uh, anyway, Joe Rogan said, you know what? Do you know what? I could stay on YouTube and, uh, you know, worry about them yeeting me off here. Or I could say, do you know what? Spotify is going to give me $100. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. See ya. Au revoir. And, uh, you know, so off to go. And what's interesting is, and people seem to be missing out on this factoid as well. Spotify has got video. Spotify's got video, didn't you know? If you follow, you know, if you subscribe to the Rap Caviar playlist, you'll already know that Spotify has been had video for a while. It's been sneakily building a back end of uh, video capability. Spotify is about to become an actual serious competitor in the video space and not just audio. And, uh, you know, the... You, it's been, I mean, there's been warnings of this for a while. It's for the past year or two, a couple of years, they've been doing this. They took Joe Budden, uh, basically the biggest rap podcast that there is. They got that. They took it from Complex. They just straight up stole out shit from Complex Media. We'll take that, you know. Uh, they've been signing up various YouTubers, ones that I don't know, you know, the ones I haven't heard of, the ones that uh, uh, appeal to 13-year-old girls or whatever, you know. But they've had a bunch of those doing podcasts and their visual podcasts. You know, they got music videos on there now. Uh, Spotify is is positioning itself as being a competitor to YouTube. And here's the thing. With YouTube, if you want to be using YouTube to play some audio, if you don't pay for the standalone app, it doesn't work. You know, a lot of people forget about that. I forgot about that because I've been paying for the app for a while. And it was just purely so that I could, uh, you know, 
like have uh, a video playing whilst simultaneously responding to YouTube comments in another app, you know, things of that nature. So, uh, yeah, Spotify already hasn't beaten that regard because anyone who's got a Spotify app that can run while other things are going on. It's just simple little things like this, baby. Just simple little things. But, you know, I, I tweeted about this earlier. And I, I pointed out, because we were talking about this, you know, last week on the stream. We was, I was just saying, you know, all it will take is, like, Rogan or PewDiePie, one of the big guys, to just abandon YouTube and go to a different platform. And you're looking at an exodus. You're looking at an exodus, you know, particularly if there's a, a viable other platform to go to. Now, we're not quite there yet, but Rogan's off. And uh, Spotify, if Spotify starts doing... Th and th uh, here's the thing Spotify has started doing, which points in this direction. Spotify started allowing musicians to upload directly to Spotify recently. So normally what would happen is you would have to upload your music to a distributor, and then the distributor uploads your music to all the different streaming platforms. That's the way it works. But Spotify recently changed that and they said, hey, if you just want to upload your music to as you can, which is why there's an abundance of like really poorly mastered or un unmastered uh, like bootleg stuff on Spotify now, like just crazy bootleg stuff up on Spotify now. It's kind of a wild west out there. Like just people like rapping over Nujabi's instrumentals really badly like it was recorded on their... Uh, you know, on their laptop or something, you know, with a sock pop shield, if that, you know? Spotify just wants it all. They want all the smoke. All of it. And I mentioned this earlier, you know, on um, on Twitter. And uh, your boy Naval, your boy Naval is like all up in, uh, he's all up in, Twitter right now. He's very, he's very, taking things very seriously. He's really engaging. He's uh, he's on there every day, dropping crazed knowledge bombs at all times. You know, he's uh... anyway. And uh, he responded to my tweet on that thing. Let me find it. You know, um... yeah. He said Spotify is trying to create a one-way road into Spotify and take over podcasting. Presumably, they're paying people for exclusivity. I'm considering yanking my podcast from Spotify and YouTube altogether. We have to defend what remains of the open web. Yeah, you boy, Naval, that's right. He also said, uh, I don't think Spotify... Don't think Spotify won't censor if they get the chance. All of these centralized players are the same. And, you know, they already did. Spotify censored your boy R. Kelly. He did, they yeeted R. Kelly off of all, their, all of their playlists and XXXTentacion before his death. They did. You know, so they are already, they've already shown signs of yeetage. Uh, you know, they yeeted uh, some of those German punk bands. Uh, you know, the, the oi, the oi ones, the likey boy with the little mustache, you know, whose name you just can't say on YouTube. I remembered something the other day. I was like, oh, maybe the, the reason that uh, our live streams get suppressed so hard is because we talk about some kind of spicy stuff, but I always think, well, you know, how are they going to know? But I forget, they auto trans they also transcribe everything. There's a live transcribe going on right now. You can, pr you can switch on a transcribing thing, and it will show you, and it just it gets most of it, you know? So they have certain words running through filters, and if you say those words, then they just derank your stream, it turns out. Turns out that's what happens, so that's why you gotta smash that like. God damn it, you gotta smash that like. 
But yeah, anyway, that was Naval and uh, responding to your boy. And what did I add to that? Well, here's an interesting thing about what Spotify are up to that uh, it dawned on me. Spotify pays me if I upload a song. Spotify pays me 0.003 cents if you stream one of my songs. But if I upload a podcast, it pays me 0 cents. Nothing. Zero. Zero, zero. I've been saying to people, yo, you should upload your podcasts as albums and you'll get paid. You know, if you just split that shit up into songs and put it up that way, you'll get paid. They have to pay you if it's a song. But if you upload it as talking, you don't get paid. It's pretty weird. And Spotify have realized this. They've realized this kind of chink in the armor. And uh, so they're pivoting to podcasts. They want everyone going on there for reasons of podcasts. They want everyone listening to podcasts because they don't have to pay the people making the podcasts. Apart from the people they do big deals with, exclusive deals with, that are going to bring people to their platform. So they'll pay Joe Rogan, but they won't pay you. If you upload your podcast and it goes on Spotify, they're not going to pay you. Of course not. You know, so there's, so there's there's stuff. There's all sorts of crazy stuff going on out there. And as I keep saying, we are forging the new world in the ashes of the old right now. The old world just got punched upside the head and is kind of like lying bewildered on, on the mat. And, uh, you know, a new world is being erected right around that old world's ass as it lies there, you know? Uh... <laughs> Tom, what's up, Tom? Says, can you say yeeting chairs? Love the meaning streams, by the way. <laughs> I haven't been yeeting any chairs lately. I've been controlling my emotions, thank you. I've been very good. Apart from that one time I got I got all angry last week or whatever it was, and I yeeted a chair across the room. I have yeeted no chairs. Zero chairs have been yeeted, goddammit. Anyway, what do you guys think about all this shenanigans? What do you think about it all? Because here's the thing. You know, in some ways, I think is great that Rogan is uh, getting out of YouTube before they can uh, get him out. You know, your boy Milo was talking about six months ago. He was saying they're coming for Rogan next. They're coming for Rogan next. They're going to try and disgrace and deplatform him. They're going to do it. I've heard. My spies have told me. My spies have told me. Uh, if there was any truth in that, him getting out of there before they could get him out of there was a smart move. You know, and as far as Spotify are concerned, having your boy Rogan exclusively on Spotify is fantastic for them. It will bring millions of people over to that platform. Uh, it's good that people are saying, sod you uh, to, um, you know, a system that uh, censors. And, uh, you know, here's the thing. The way YouTube is operated, you don't know what the rules are. You don't really know what you're supposed to do. So you live You live in, people do, a lot of people do, you know, they just live in absolute fear. And they don't say what they really think and they self-censor and they don't say certain words. I've been doing it just now because you don't, the rules are so vague and they only apply them to certain people and some people's whole channels will get completely removed for doing things that other channels seem to get boosted for and it's, it's just a really creepy situation. And uh, it's like a, you know, it's a tactic that is used deliberately in certain kinds of warfare. You know, to completely demoralize and confuse your enemy so that they basically just censor and destroy themselves. You don't even have to do anything to them. You don't even have to say, or you don't say that, because people will just not say anything because they're so scared that, you know, they'll get yeeted. No one wants to be yeeted. You know, the, the platform is so big and so powerful. 
But look at this, brothers and sisters. We've got 51,000 subs and 57 of you have been uh, notified. You know? Like, what does all that mean? Are they really that big and that powerful if that's how it gets down, you know? So anyway, we're coming up with some ideas over here at uh, Meaning HQ as to ways to, you know, what to do, how to deal with this situation and how to move forward. Uh, you better smash that like, gosh darn it. You haven't smashed that like, some of you. How dare you? How dare you? Small in Australia says, uh, Rogan previously said he had no interest in Spotify. Wonder if it was the money or the threat of usage that made him move. Who knows? You know, um, I think Naval's concern is that by going exclusively to Spotify, you know, that means Rogan's uh, kind of selling out, you could say. One way of looking at it would be that, you know, the, the RSS feed, OG internet that birthed his success, that gave him this thing. Uh, he's going off to an exclusive thing and he's kind of, you know, he's that creates uh, potential problems for that system. They don't like that system, capital T-H-E-Y, capital they. Do not like the RSS feed system. You know what I mean? And uh, I'm kind of amazed that Apple still runs it. And it's because it's, it's, it is the case that if you subscribe to the Akira the Don podcast feed, uh, you will get the podcast. It will You will get it. If you subscribe to the Akira the Don YouTube, uh, you will not necessarily get anything, any of the content. You will not necessarily know there's a live stream. You will not necessarily know that I've put out uh, however many videos I've put out, you know? But uh, the podcast feed, you do. Same with an email. So long as it's not going to spam. You send an email, you'll get the email, you know? Uh, Dane Singh says, he's the reason YouTube is lit in the first place. Who? Uh, Dane Singh says, he blew it up. He's not abandoning anything. Oh, you're talking about Rogan and YouTube? Yeah, I wouldn't say abandon. Uh, I would say leaving. You know, he's leaving. Uh, Joshua Tran says, everyone moved to TikTok podcasts in 300 parts. <laughs> You know, TikTok's in trouble. I don't know. I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't be surprised if TikTok was banned in the West uh, in the next few months, because TikTok is a Chinese company. And uh, in case you didn't know, we're at war. You know, it may it may be a bit chilly right now, but that thing is getting more explicit every day. Every day. I mean, you, the president put out something yesterday that was pretty explicit with regards to that. So I don't think TikTok necessarily has a future. So I wouldn't be putting all my eggs in that basket either. Uh, Owen Smith says, from a consumer perspective, centralized hubs for content are really convenient. As some of my faves have been yeeted off uh, YouTube, I follow them less and less. Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? It's tricky stuff. Tricky stuff, baby. Yankee Lover 100 says, Akira, YouTube will either evolve with us or be left behind by being what is old. I like cable. Yeah, I feel this. I do feel this. Uh, Dane Singh says JRE was big on iTunes before YouTube. Yeah, 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 exactly. He was big on iTunes first. Yeah. And uh, Dane Singh says JRE transitioned from iTunes to YouTube when it made sense. Well, no, he just put his content on YouTube as well. He didn't transition from iTunes to YouTube. I would say that, I mean, most of his views still come from his, sorry, his streams or whatever come from uh, iTunes. Still. So it's interesting that he, he is abandoning that platform. He's going exclusively to Spotify. You know, so that is interesting. Arden Cobb. Arden Cobb says, even if TikTok wasn't an arm of the CCP, it encourages young people to be vapid and sexualized. 
Yeah, and it encourages uh, doctors and nurses to do formation dancing when they should be doing their jobs. It's very weird. TikTok is a cancer on the soul of man, I'm afraid. CD, CDREJ says, it, uh, it's YouTube. Oops, I just got demonetized. <laughs> uh, Roberto Sanchez wondering if you says, wondering if YouTube signed PewDiePie because they knew Joe Rogan was leaving. Oh, what happened with that? I missed that. I haven't paid attention to PewDiePie in the past two weeks. What do you get up to? Hey, 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 hey. Oh, you boy. Tommy Patterson's in the building. You guys are not paying Tommy Patterson enough respect. Did you know Tommy Patterson is in the building? Look, he's in the chat. He's there. He's real. Tommy Patterson is the guy, the guy, the epic human uh, who illustrated the cover of JBP Way Father, don't you know? And he's there in the chat. And you're not, you're not, uh, you know, bestowing uh, respects upon his face. Like major league respects on his face. Shares out to Tommy Patterson. Tommy Patterson is also the bad man, the epic individual, the uh, glorious human uh, responsible for the artwork of the uh, the new Alan Watts record. Didn't you know? Were you not aware? Didn't anyone tell you it was Tommy Patterson? Why can't I move my thing? Why can't I show you live? Let me show you, baby. Let me show you. <laughs> that you see that beautiful artwork you see that beautiful artwork you see that beautiful uh, man that beautiful mermaid siren thing that be beautiful skull that beautiful vagina dentata all that lots of people haven't noticed that <laughs> my wife noticed it for the first time the other day she's like wait what's that so right what's that next to him what's what's yeah that was tommy patterson that was tommy patterson and that's the indiegogo campaign for what's wave six the web alive part two did you know uh, that's our campaign. It's doing great. It's doing great. Uh, you are now able to get Meaning Wave vinyl. It's happening. We crossed our first stretch goal, and that means it's going to be purple, and we've got a new stretch goal of 9K, at which point it's going to be a gatefold vinyl with a lyric book, right, which is sexy, because it means that you can pop on the vinyl and listen to it like a sophisticated person, while all that crazy sunspot activity goes on around you, and all the hard drives get nuked, and you can't, you can't be listening to Spotify. You can't hear Joe Rogan on Spotify. Right, you won't be able to listen to Joe Rogan on Spotify, but you'll be able to listen to What's Wave Six: The Web of Life Part Two on your vinyl player. All the hard drives will have been destroyed by a bit of sunspot activity, but you'll be fine. You'll be in your rocking chair, rocking. You'll just be rocking in your rocking chair like Oasis in 1995, you know. And you'll be listening to your Alan Watts, and you'll be reading the booklet because sunspot activity can't mess up a booklet neither, baby. That's what's up. All right, so that's the major league facts. So that's why you want to go back that campaign today. Go about that campaign today. Uh, let's see how we're doing. Uh, hello. Look, I'm on Brave Browser. People get really excited when they see I'm on a Brave Browser. They're like, damn, Akira the Don, you brave on your Brave Browser. I'd be like, damn straight, baby. Hey, look at this. We're on 135% of our flexible goal with 110 backers. That's epic. That's epic. Can we hit 142 nights? 
Can we hit 140 tonight and get closer to our goal of having a booklet? A beautiful booklet on, with our beautiful purple vinyl. Can we, can we, can we? I do wonder. I think you should go back that campaign today anywhere. At least consider backing that campaign today. Go click the link in the description of this video, baby. Go check it out. Uh, you can also reserve your digital copy. You know, if you're not too worried about violent sunspot activity, if you're like, well, I've had the internet since 1999, and, uh, you know, it's been here, and my hard drives are pretty cool. I mean, they do collapse every three years, but I just replace them. And I've got my stuff backed up in three different places because I'm smart. You know, I've got it, I've got it in a cloud place. I've got it in another cloud place. I've got it on a local NAS, and I've got it on a separate disk because I'm not stupid. You know, if that's the case, then go get yourself that digital download. Reserve that. And you'll get it on May 29th. You will get it on May 29th, baby. Yes, you will. And I'm going to play you a song from the record. And I'm going to play you an epic one. Uh, I'm going to play you an epic one. You know, one of my very, very favorites. And, uh, yeah. It's, it's so epic. It might be too epic to just randomly play in the chat section of the stream. But I do want to play it, so I will. Giving Tommy his props in the chat now, baby. Look at that go. Yeah, you better give Tommy his props. That's a legitimate bad man right there. We've discussed the web from three points of view. As an analogy of the selective operation of our senses and mind, whereby certain things in the world are picked out as significant according to certain game rules. The game that we are playing mostly is the survival game. That is to say, the game ought to go on. Only the way we play the survival game has a kind of element in it which makes it difficult because we tend to say the first rule of this game is that it's serious. And that messes the whole thing up. So you have to watch out, in other words, when you play for contradictory game rules. Self-contradictory game rules. Because if you get mixed up into them, the game ceases to be worth the candle. You start straining at doing something, then it just isn't worth it. Then the second thing that we observed was the web as an analogy of mutual interdependence. We could call it the idea that all existence is relative, that all existence is transaction, transaction being typically exemplified by, say, the operation of buying and selling, in which there can be no buying without somebody selling, and there can be no selling without somebody else buying. That kind of interdependence of the inside going together with the outside, what is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. 
and all the talk in the world doesn't get it unless you listen to the talk in a new way. The sound of the rain needs no translation. 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 Yeah, baby. Good damn. That's that brand new Akira the Don and Alan Watts from What's 6 to Weber Life Part 2. That's called The Sound of the Rain. Needs no translation, baby. That needs no... And that's, that's facts, right? That's them facts. You know that's true. The Sound of the Rain needs no translation. But you know what is required? What is required is for you to go check out that What's Wave 6 campaign. Go reserve your digital copy today and get yourself the vinyl. Get yourself that vinyl. Uh, people have been asking me repeatedly now, will they be able to buy vinyl after the campaign? The answer is, I don't know. I do not know. We're basically just going to order the amount that it's that the uh, campaign suggests is required. Uh, we can't have loads of boxes of vinyl in the house, so it's just going to be like the amount that is required. So to uh, you know, to make sure you get a vinyl, you need to be ordering it during this campaign, baby. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And shouts out to you and shouts out to everyone who's already been a part of it. It's very dope and very excited. The meaning way vinyl is going to occur. That's a beautiful thing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And do you know what else is a beautiful thing? Tommy Patterson's beautiful artwork. That's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Someone said, Akira the Don, the artwork scares me. Versus the previous album, the artwork uh, soothed me. I said, yeah, that's that duality, baby. That's that duality. The Web of Life Part 1, you had that beautiful artwork with the, with the beautiful face and the butterfly. Let's have a look at it. Let's compare and contrast the two, shall we? Because we can, I think. We can. Can we? Can we? Yeah, we can. Look, I can just press buttons and stuff comes up on the screen. It's epic. You know, so that here's this new one. And look, it captures like that... Uh, that other side, you know, the way that the is one side is the is the scissors, the cut, and the other side is a pair of legs, saying, "Please come in." You know that vibe. You know the vibes. You know those vibes, baby. You know how it is, and that's duality. That's life. Everything's duality. You know what I mean? You got to have both sides. There is no light without shadow. All that business. There is no shadow without light. All that business. There's that new cover, isn't it beautiful? And it's got all that the gnashing teeth and the skulls, and the snake eating its tail. Everything in that image is mentioned in the album. There's that previous one. You see the beautiful thing? They're kind of so... They're so... Uh, they're so complementary, and they contrast, too. You know? Because they're both sides of the web of life, and that's what these albums are. These are the two sides of this story, baby. And you're going you're gonna to hear that. You're going to hear it on May 29th. You're going to hear the, that, that tale. You're going to hear it told. And uh, I'm very excited about that. I'm also excited for you to uh, hear the album that follows, which I was just uh, adding the final sprinkles to today. The final little sprinkles. Uh, Roberto Pacquio says, I'm excited they'll be purple now. Because of you. Because of you. Uh, you know, they will indeed be purple. Purple vinyl. It's happening, baby. You've got to make that vinyl the color of Prince, and that regulates the vibes correctly. Salanza says, duality is secretly unity. And that is the case, always. Always, that is the case. Chef Ken drops some cloud emojis. Nice one. Jeffy Cameron says, we're a spiritual beings having a human experience. That's one way of putting it, my guy. That certainly is one way of putting it. Yeah, it is. 
That is one way of putting it. Napoleon Bonaparte says, rain speaks. Rain does speak, you know? Rain does speak. But here's the question for today, baby. The question today, uh, we're going to do the international high five. I need you to let me know where you are, where in the world you are, or where in the cosmos you are, and what does the rain say? Where are you and what does the rain say, baby? What does it say? What does it say to you? Tell me. Tell me now. Whoa, my Stay with me. I should do an 80s set, shouldn't I? I should probably do an 80s set. Why haven't I done an 80s set yet? What am I thinking? I haven't done an 80s set. What's wrong with me? I should totally do an 80s set. That would be really nice. Everyone would love it if I did an 80s set. You know, that would be great. Everyone would love it apart from the Yeet Police. Then the the Yeet Police would love it the most, in fact. Because the Yeet Police love nothing more than an opportunity and an excuse to eat. Not bad for a human. God damn it. But I, I think it will not be able to hold a candle to AI. Yeah, yeah. It's less of a worry than it used to be, uh, mostly due to taking more of a fatalistic attitude. Uh, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's definitely going to be outside of human control. Yeah, it's not, it's not necessarily bad. It's just, it's just outside of human control. I try to convince people to slow down, slow down AI, to regulate AI. Regulator! This was futile. Yeah, Nobody listened. I try to convince people to slow down, slow down AI, to regulate AI. Regulator! This was futile. I tried for years. Nobody listened, baby. Nobody listened. Elon was out there trying to regulate the AI, and they were like, "Now that you will not regulate the AI, Mr. Elon, we're going, we're going ahead." God damn it! And uh, so that was that, you know. So that was that. Tommy Patterson says all Kubrick's films are multi-level experiences. Yes, they are. My God, yes, they are. We've talked about this before, you know. Uh, 2012 is a deliberately alchemical work designed with the intent of changing all whom enter. You know this because every time you see the human species consciousness shift, elevate, shall we say, during that movie, it's when that uh, iPhone, what is basically an iPhone, you know, when that b- black obelisk, the black mirror, the black mirror, when that thing shows up, you know, and the only time you see that and consciousness of humanity is not shifted is at the beginning. When you see it, coming towards you and you go through it right at the beginning of the movie because it is you who is having your consciousness elevated baby and that happened i told you my boy grant morrison he saw that movie like uh i think he said it seven times when he was a child took his mum to see it every weekend she took him back again and again you know and that shifted his face shout out to that boy shout out to all them boys um shout out to vin fuego in australia he says good that's what the rain says. The rain says good. Okay, that makes sense. WMIV and MD says the rain says slow down. Yeah. YouTube Hero Alex says 80 set will be Yeet City. <laughs> oh, yeah, it will. <laughs> Blackrock Beacon says the rain's down in Africa. Yeah, that's good. That would have to be in the 80s set. And I bet that's just a immediate Yeet. That record, goddammit. Risk Rastafari and Santa Maria says the rain says I am the blood of illusion. Ooh, splash. Sergeant Salt says, I will call Tommy Patterson TP, as in toilet paper, because we all want to nowadays. TP is precious cargo. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> That's true. Uh, Roberto Pacquiao in San Diego says the rain saves life. Hell yeah, baby. Robert Easley in Chicago says rain brings change. Salanza in upstate New York says the rain saves. It's the quenching of life. Hello. And the quenching of a life. Sheila in Ottawa, Canada, baby, says the rain says that I can't bite to work. Lol, gloomy vibes. <laughs> Shit. Yo, uh, where's Jordan Peterson from? I know he's from Alberta. Can anyone remember what town he's from? Can anyone remember what town in Alberta your boy Jordan Peterson is from? Because uh, I got a communication today. Uh, I got a communication. You know, he, I know he's from Alberta. But I got a communication from someone, and they sent me a photo of a pavement, or as you would say in the country I dwell in, a sidewalk. What do you say in Canada? Is it a sidewalk or a pavement? Anyway, you know the thing. It's at the side of the road, and you walk on it. So I guess sidewalk makes sense. More sense than pavement. Now I come to think of it. But anyway, uh, some years ago, in the olden days of Akira the Don, I put the old Akira the Don logo up on my Akira the Don website as a stencil. And I invited people to go take that and print it out and stencil the Akira the Don logo all over the place. And someone sent me a photo of the floor, the pavement, outside the post office in Edmonton in Alberta, Canada. And there on the floor, on the pavement, is an Akira the Don logo. Purplish red, spray painted on the pavement. It's been there for 10 years, still there. I thought, how epic is that? That's amazing. What a wonderful thing. That's been there all this time. Uh, Sheila says, uh, JBP is from Fairview, so not Edmonton. Blackrock Beacon says Edmonton. Oliver Sim says, think he's from Calgary. Blackrock Beacon says Jordan is from Edmonton. I thought it was Edmonton. I thought it was Edmonton. And I thought, how crazy that an Akira the Don logo has been stenciled to the floor by the post office in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, hometown of Jordan Peterson, for the past 10 years. Just waiting. Just waiting for uh, the cosmos to arrange things correctly. You know? Isn't that epic? That is epic indeed, Cindy Bailey. Uh, Andrew Comoremi says, Fairview is close to Edmonton. Sheila D says, what? That is epic. Yeah. I, it's gonna be, I think that's like a landmark. Everyone should go there and visit it and take a picture of themselves by the bit of the sidewalk with the Akira the Don logo spray painted to it. Uh, Blackrock Beacon says Wikipedia says that Jordan Peterson is from Edmonton. Is that wrong? Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna email him and ask him and say, "Where the hell are you from, my guy?" <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> they, my chat can't work it out. But either way, did you ever look at the floor when you went to the post office and say, "What's this? What's this stencil on the floor that says Akira the Don?" Did you know that was your destiny, my guy? Did you know that part of your destiny was to be immortalized forever? Well, that's a good point. We need to get the we need to get the JBP way vinyl done quick, huh? Before those goddamn sunspot activities get a bit too epic. And yeet the hard drives. You know what I mean? Damn, that would suck. God, suck. Uh, Chef Ken, what's cracking, baby? What are you saying? You saying something about filthy rivers. Fill thy rivers and let me float. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I forgot we were doing that. Yeah, so the rain. Chef Ken says, the rain says, fill thy rivers and let me float. Yeah, baby. Down straight, baby. Blackrock Beacon says, all hail Lord Fabricator Musk, Dragon of Mars. Owen Smith is in Denver, Colorado. Shouts out to Denver, Colorado all day long. I've got to visit that place one of these days. Uh, Maria is in Alberta. She says, the rain says, I bring new life. Uh, you're in, where are you in? Airdrie? Airdrie in Alberta. If you ever go down to Edmonton, go to the post office and have a look at the Kira the Don graffiti and take a picture. <laughs> 
Tom says, did I miss the international high five? No, we're about to do it, baby. Don't you worry about a thing. We're doing it right now. Uh, Andrew Komaremi in Toronto says, the rain says, pitter patter. That's very nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the rain says all sorts of things. The rain says many things. The rain says, where is lunch bucket now? That's what the rain says. The rain says, where the hell is lunch bucket? What happens to lunch bucket? Can somebody do a documentary? That's the sort of content I want to see on YouTube. I want to see a documentary called What Ever Happened to Lunch Bucket? And someone tracks him down and finds him and we'll find out what happens to him and see if see how his life is, see if his life is good or bad. Maybe his life is good. And he says, yeah, you know, I was a weak and uh, cowardly, spineless, lowly lobster carrying a lunch bucket to work. And, you know, uh, this lad Jordan was taking the piss out of me and he threw a rock at my head, you know? And uh, so I quit my job. But then I thought, hmm, Maybe I should stop being such a weasel. And uh, now I'm the emperor of Mars or something, you know? Or um, or maybe that's not what happened. Maybe it's a sad story. Anyway, I think someone should find out. If anyone out here is listening and they're a documentary filmmaker and they need a new subject, I want to know what happened to Lunch Bucket, you know? And if you don't know who Lunch Bucket is, I'd better play the song because otherwise uh, this would just be confusing for people. And I'm not here to confuse that's definitely not my intent. I have many intents, and not one of them is to confuse, brother, sister. My intent is to regulate the vibes, goddammit, and we're going to do that right now. We're going to do the international high five. We're going to connect across space and time. We're going to unify. We're going to bring our energies together. I can feel them rising right now. Can you? I just felt them. It's serious. It's an actual activity that I do, and I've been doing this every day for uh, 65 days. I've been energetically connecting with you, baby, and you, baby, and you. You know, and we've been power enough for each other and we're going to do that right now oh baby oh you know pull that in you don't have to pull it away right away you can hold that hand up and just keep yeah i got that all right i got it i got it i got it i got it thank you for that that was that was a good one that was a good one, baby. That w- that might be one of the best ones. That might have been one of the best ones. Uh, C-D-R-T-E-J says, even my son knows who Lunch Bucket is. Shout out to your son. But uh, if you don't know who Lunch Bucket is, here's a primer. You know, in the form of a beautiful song by your friendly neighborhood Don and your boy JBP. Men don't struggle for power. That isn't what men do. Not if they're civilized. They size each other up and elect the competent to lead them. And they do that at every level of society. I worked in a rail crew in southern Saskatchewan. They're rough guys, like a lot of them have been in prison, you know. And when you first came onto the rail crew, you got a stupid nickname and people teased you. And I remember this one kid called Lunchbuck. That was his nickname because he came to the rail crew with a lunch bucket that looked like his mom had packed it. That was a bad idea. So they named him Lunch Bucket, which he wasn't very happy about. Well, that was a mistake. He should have taken it with a smile. And then he was always peevish and irritable. And if you asked him to do something, he'd whine. about 60 men on this crew had stretched out about a quarter of a mile down the tracks. Soon, 
anonymous harassers were throwing pebbles at him during work. We had hard hats on, so the game was, let's see if we can hit a lunch bucket in the, in the hard hat with a pebble. And then that was purposeful because he didn't, couldn't take a joke. It's like, well, let's see if he can take this joke. Clunk. And then it just got more and more peevish and the pebbles got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. bucket was gone having not learned anything from the experience but you know the men were testing him out it's like can you take a joke can you be useful can you at least be amusing is there something worthwhile about you it's like no it's like okay well then you're out of here bro because you never know when we actually might need to depend on you. That's real stuff, man. I get quite a lot of letters from people, and they say, Akira Dudan, I love, you, I love your work, but there's that one song of yours, and I just can't, I can't get to grips with it, that, that song about a lunch bucket. You know, I can't, I can't deal with that one. That sounds like a call for bullying to me. That sounds like you're you're saying it's okay to be a bully, and like that's like, you know, I can't I can't vibe with that, you know. And that's not what's being said. What's being said is that uh, men testing other men is just a part of life, and always has been, for obvious reasons. But you know, we do forget, we do forget how uh, how recent the miracle of our lives of our society is, you know. How very, very recent it is that we weren't all conscripted to go and kill other men every single generation. You know? Many men alive today have never had a fight in their lives. That is a foreign concept to men throughout history. Every man in the history of history had many fights. And there are men alive now who have never had a fight, which is just uh, just incredible. It's incredible. And uh, people just think that's the way of the world, but it's not been the way of the world ever. You know, and uh, she was dangerous, man. We didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know if some goddamn tiger was going to come around or, like, some, you know, marauders. There used to be roving bands of marauders. Have you ever heard of those? They were roving, and they were in bands. And they weren't, like, uh, ukulele bands. You know, it wasn't like Mumford & Sons. You know, they, they had uh, equipment with which to cause havoc and destruction and not just to your ears, baby. You know? You have to be about your stuff. And you couldn't have no guy who, who who got peevish. Peevishness was not a skill you wanted in your team. You didn't want peevish dudes, you know what I mean? You needed a guy who could regulate a tiger or a band of roving marauders. You didn't need no peevish dude with a lunch bucket, goddammit. You know what I mean? And uh, that's why. <laughs> it ain't got nothing to do with bullying. It's, uh, you know, it's just testing metal. It's the testing of metal. And, you know, that's what boys just do from off. You know, I got a son and he constantly, they just flex on each other. And not in a nasty way. They just see see what the boundaries are, see what they can get away with, how strong the opponent is, the other kids they're playing with, they're wrestling with this, that, and the other. You know, they're just working out what the, what the vibes are. You know, you got to play to the room. And if you're not paying attention to what the room is, how do you play to that room? You know? It's all a test, baby. We're all testing constantly. 
We're all testing constantly, and we're all being tested constantly. That's what this whole world is. If you want to talk about flat earth, or you want to talk about cap earth, should we say, cap earth. You want to talk about cap earth, like the whole thing is a test. Many, many ancient, many of these religions, they would talk about this just being a test. The whole life, the whole experience, the whole point, the whole thing is a test. A test for your soul. You know, and you keep going around and you keep going around until you get it right. You know, many, many things have said that. Many books have said that. Many religions have said that. Many gurus, many wise men, many things. It's all the same thing. They all say the same thing. And now you've got a simulation theory. And simulation theory says exactly the same thing as flat earth, which is funny. Those flat earth guys, they say, we live in a dome. It's just a dome. You know, and if uh, if you look out there at the stars, sure, you see some stuff. But you can't reach that thing. That ain't really there. And uh, the simulation guys, they say the same thing. They say, yeah, you think you're here. You ain't here, though. And you look up at the stars and you see those, but it's like if you're playing Grand Theft Auto. You look up and there's a moon. You can't reach that moon. It's just visually there. They, they haven't programmed, in, programmed it into the game because you'll never get to it. You know, and you see you're driving towards that hill. That mountain doesn't exist until you drive towards it, and then they'll render it. And, you know, that's the case in life. Like, our, our contemporary science tells us that uh, until you observe the thing, it doesn't exist, which is very strange. But anyway, that's where we are right now, baby. Uh, you know, we don't know much, but we know that we don't know much, and that's something. And we know that this is a test, you know, and, uh, and that's, that's enough to know. Because that means, well, you've got to go in, baby. You've got to go hard. You've got to do your best. You know, you've got to be the best you you can be. It doesn't matter, like, what, uh, you know, it doesn't matter who's right about these things. What matters is that you write and that you regulate yourself accordingly and appropriately and you be the best you you can be, goddammit. And then no one can touch you. No one can harm you. You know, if you're a mortal soul, if you're building your immortal soul, you know, one uh, one stanza at a time, one good eat at a time, one chakra at a time, stacking up the spine all the way to the top. No one can hurt you. If it doesn't harm your character, how can it harm your life? That's one of those epic bars from your boy Marcus, you know? And with that in mind, with that in mind, I would say... We should play some beautiful records. How about that? Let's do it, baby. We're going to get into them crates. We're going to get into the crates of Lo-Fi Vibe. Shouts out to Lo-Fi Vibe all day. Thank you for everything you're doing for the community. You know, this one goes out to you, baby.
plasmada y resumida en el grito que día a día nuestras masas proclaman como expresión irrefutable de su decisión de lucha, paralizando la mano armada del pastor. Proclama que cuenta con la comprensión y el apoyo de todos los pueblos del mundo, y especialmente del campo socialista encabezado por la Unión Soviética. Esa proclama es patria o muerte.
after it.
face to face with you, I want to strangle you, and then I miss you when I go away, I miss you when I call you on the phone, and I get the person I want to talk to. True. Yeah, well, I don't know what it is, but when I'm standing in front of you, I bring out something
Special lo-fi and chill, lo-fi vibe set. We was DJing from the crates of lo-fi vibe. Shouts out to lo-fi vibe, lo-fi vibe. Follow lo-fi vibe on Instagram for daily dope lo-fi content and check out the lo-fi and chill playlist. I will put it in the description of this video. If you looked in live, I haven't put it there yet. I will add it as soon as I have finished. It will be there on the replay. Go check them out. And that last track that it was a little exclusive unreleased track from Akira the Don and Joseph Campbell called Standing on a Whale. And that is the number one hit in one galaxy. In one dimension where we will manage to clear that, that is the number one smash because it's so epic. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Shouts out to everyone locked in. Damn, that tune's great. I keep forgetting how great that stuff is. What's very nice currently is when I play my older stuff, it's really good. I really like it all. Used to be that I played by older stuff and I'd be like, ugh, I'd hear mistakes. I don't even mind the mistakes anymore. Like that one, I know for a fact, like I could EQ the vocals better if I did it today, but I don't care. It's still great. Oh. Shouts out to everyone who's locked in during that. That was fun. That was dope. I heard, if you saw me, if you were locked in live and you were observing, you would see me frantically typing at certain points. And that's because I hadn't heard any of those songs before. I was playing from somebody else's record crate, you know? Just someone I know who's got taste. I mean, I, I had that playlist on earlier, but it's like 10 hours long. So I definitely didn't hear all of it. What up, Lorcan McSharp is in the building. Shouts out to Lorcan McSharp. Uh, if you notice, this week we had a visual today and a visual yesterday. Those visuals were done by Lorcan. So shouts out to Lorcan. Make some noise in the chat for McSharp in the place to be. Ow. But yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, so when you saw me frantically typing, that's because I was writing down my tags. Because that's how I, I keep a track of all the music, you know? I got a lot of music in this record library. Uh, I got, uh, I don't know how many tracks have I got. How many have I got? I can check. 22,516 tracks are in this current iteration of this DJ library over here in this machine, which is just one of many. You know, so how do you keep track of all that much stuff? Well, you tag it, baby. You know, you tag it. You know, you put the information inside the metadata of the tank. So I was just frantically tagging away right there. Let's see some of the things I was tagging. Because I'd be hitting them up. I'd be hitting it with a star racing if I liked it, you know, enough to give it a star racing. I would race it with a star. Let me see. How can I find this? Uh, low five vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of those joints got five. One of those joints got a five. One of those joints got a five stars. Now, stars, it doesn't necessarily mean how, it, it's partly how good it is, but it's also how vibey it is. If something's really, really chill, I can't give that a five. It's going to be low down. But if it's not good, it doesn't get a star at all, and then it will get removed from the library at some point. You know, so that one that got a five, I hit it with the words lo-fi, source, lush, joy, happy, fab, that means favorite, glory, fun, funk, summer, epic, Vibe, you know what I mean? And that's so that, like, I can sum that up in the future. If I ever want to think of a song that, that will inspire joy, I can type in joy, and that'll be one of the songs that comes up. And if I were to type a combination, they like, of happy and joy, and New York, and what so, uh, 
you know, then it would bring that one up. Yes, it would. WMIV says that Godzilla one got a five from me. I think that got a four from me, but that was pretty epic, you know. Um, if, it's the, if we think he did the same one, you know. Lorca McSharp says, how has your organization game evolved over the years? Well, as you can see, it's definitely evolved to a point where, like, my music is now super evolved. But yeah, it's evolving every day. That's what you got to be doing. You know, uh, if you're trying to be high produ productive, you got to be organized because otherwise you'll be wasting your time, uh, you know, and uh, you won't be hyper productive. You'll be wasting time. Those two things are at odds with each other. You cannot be simultaneously wasting time and being hyper productive because you've got to be using that time wisely, baby. So you need systems. You need organization and you need systems, baby. And one of my systems is the tagging of all the music. And it's a thing I've added recently. It used to be that when I was bringing music into the library, I would sort of uh, tag it first and then move along. Now I've made part of my system being playing new music on the stream. I'm utilizing my time even better now. So it's like there's certain places, you know, I know that it's going to be good tunes. And I'm listening in one ear while the other one is playing and all that type of thing. And the fact that's what DJs do, baby. If you ever wonder what he's doing in the other ear, he's listening to the next song that's coming in. And then as I'm listening and I'm doing that organization, I'm adding the words that it makes me feel so that I can bring that back at some point in the future when I want to feel those feelings again from that music. You know, uh, it's the same with the way I organize my projects when I'm making music, you know. Uh, I have projects and templates and instruments and things all set up. I tag my instruments, all these sorts of things so I can summon forth. I want a particular sounding instrument. I can type in majestic if I want a majestic instrument. Pulls up my majestic instruments, you know. And uh, so I, I think of it all as instruments, like all this music, all these songs I'm playing now. This is all inspiration, you know. So uh, if I if it's something that I want to be inspired by, I want to think about in the future, I'll make sure I tag it with words like that so I can bring it up again. You know, so anyway, the whole time we're working here, all this, this, none of this is going to waste. None of this is going to waste. You know, I'm making a note of, uh, for example, young Lorcan there, who uh, is, has been doing some of these visuals. You know, every time I finish a stream, I like I have a little thing and I, I say uh, what was in the stream, what we talked about, what the vibe of the mix was, what kind of imagery that brought to mind or whatever, so your boy Lorcan can uh, maybe conjure up a, a suitable visual. And then I've always got that forever, because in the early days I was like, she, what was that stream where I spoke about, uh, you know, whatever it was I spoke about? And now I'll know, because I'm making notes as I go along. Although it is difficult sometimes, because we talk about it so much. Like this one, I'll be like, what did we talk about? Uh, Joe Rogan, Spotify, uh, uh, that's probably all I can remember talking about now, but there was probably some other stuff. Who knows? Uh, Rightless Diner said, I saw several different IG stories today with Meaning Wave. It was a glorious birthday treat. What, from... Oh, that's nice. Who was posting about it? That's beautiful. Is he... Wait a minute. You snuck that in there. Did you say glorious birthday treat? Rylas Dana. Rylas Dana. I don't know how you pronounce that, but I do know it seems that it's your birthday from that sneaky insertion of the, of the language there. That means you get a... You get a powerful boom, boom, boom. You get a right bang of the thing. And uh, you get a wish granted. You can make a wish. Now, that wish better be for a song that you want to hear, and I better have it. And it's not a yeet-worthy song. But if you want to pick a song because it's your birthday, right, let's done it. Then you can pick a song because it's your birthday. Happy birthday to you from the whole Meaning Wave crew. Yo, there's a lot of epic people having birthdays right now. I had a birthday on Saturday, and I'm an epic person. You know, uh, you know who else? Uh, Carla. 
uh, who uh, is a Meaning Wave member community. She was in that uh, Jocko video, and she'll be hanging out here. She had a birthday the day after. Uh, Max B is having his birthday tomorrow. The Wave God himself, Max B, a.k.a. Silver Surfer, a.k.a. Free to Wave. I'm going to scream it to the grave. You know what I mean? Shouts out to Max B all day long. Shouts out to Dave Coat. Says, thanks, Akira, for this set. It was marvelous. 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 That's a good way of pronouncing that word. Hey, thank you, baby. Uh, what up, Angie? What up, Luke Coles? What, there's more birthdays? Damn, baby. It's just cool people getting uh, born at this time of year. Why is that? What happened nine months ago? What was going on nine months ago? What's nine months rewind from here? Wife, tell me. I can't do math. You can't either. Look at your face. <laughs> uh, wait, what? August? August. So what happens in August? I don't know. Some powerful uh, sun and moon activities, I guess. Anyway. Uh, shout out to everyone who's been supporting during this stream. Um, I can't individually thank the people who contributed because YouTube seems to have lost that information. It's It's gone. It says, no Super Chats or members yet. But I know there was some. I know there was. But anyway, thank you. I do apologize. Um, maybe it will come back if I reload. Re-eat-load. When the crowd says, boat selector. Oh, I've got to do that UK garage set. Yeah, I do. Andrew Kamarami says it's the end of summer. Yeah, I guess that end of summer uh, splooge makes dope babies, huh? Guess that's what it is. That end of summer loving makes for the, the cool humans. <laughs> those tourist humans those epic bulls yeah 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 Blackrock Beacon says kids back to school not anymore baby that ain't happening right now although maybe some of them are going back huh I don't know I already know I ain't paying attention I don't know what's going on I don't know what's going on Cindy Bailey says Akira the Don who was speaking Spanish at the start of the stream I don't remember anyone speaking Spanish at the start of the stream was it me maybe you flipped into another universe where I'm Spanish Cindy, maybe that's what happened. Maybe you fell through a wormhole into a reality, into a space and time where I'm Spanish, the Don. You know, maybe that's what's up. Vin Fuego says, Val is in heat. Ain't that the truth? That's something you can always rely on. That you can always rely on Val to be in heat. I've been here, yes, you can. And uh, you can always rely on the Don to pull some magical music out of his butt to talk over the top of. Rylus. Hey, what up? So, so inspired by your birthday set, and when you read that guy's journal a few days ago, I'm an estate and probate attorney by trade, so that really hit home. I don't even know what a probate attorney is, over. Oh, estate is in what people leave behind. Ooh, that's crazy. That's a very epic uh, activity. That must be a very deep uh, occupation. That's crazy. You're going to be having to think about serious things and really engage emotionally and hold your stuff together. So nice on you. Thank you. Proud of you. Uh, Tom says, Alejandro L. Don. Yo, yo, what's going on? Cindy Bailey says, yeah, it was you. He said, uh, Patria o Marte, Marte at the end of a song. Due to my tripping. Probably not. I just can't remember that far back. That was a long time ago. That was a long, long time ago in my world. That was like nearly three hours ago. Somehow we ended up doing, a, oh no, two hours, 26 minutes. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know how this, this happened. That's not how it happened, baby. What are you smiling at, gorgeous? My wife sat over there smiling. Do you want to see my wife? No, no. She's running. No, okay, I won't turn the camera on you. That's fine. Why not? You look lovely. What's that? 
She says, I'm hungry. Uh, that means I'm being summoned. Could you uh, summon the boy then so he can, he can say goodbye to the people? You know, so he can do his little choosy. What's that? He's on with Siren. God damn. Oh, Sammy. Who's Sammy? Hercules is on with Sammy tonight, not Siren. Sammy, not Siren. What's that? Oh, you're gonna do it. Oh, wife's gonna do it. Wife's gonna do it. That's crazy. You're gonna hop up and down and do us and do um. What's he do? What's the thing he does? The floss. You're gonna floss. Ooh, ooh. Anyway, uh, yeah, we better get out of here then. Thank you everyone for being here. Shout out to uh, oh YouTube hero Alex has got the information. Apparently, people who were supporting during the stream included Odd Men Gaming, uh, Tom, DS Duenas, of course. And me. So thank you, you guys. WMIV says jump. WMIV says jump scare. Jump scare. Yeah, maybe. No, no, no jump scare. Uh, let me check if there was a birthday request. I can't see it. Uh, oh, Rylas Dana says I wish for some Smiths or Morrissey. All right, well I'll play you a Smiths or Morrissey song for your birthday then. Sorry, but baby was getting ready to do the by five there. Sorry, baby. I got to I got to play a little bit of a birthday request. Now it's got to be something that doesn't get me yeeted. But I've got something. Smith's is yeetable, I've discovered. Smith's is yeet-worthy. It hits you with the yeet tube. Um, yo. Shouts out to everyone who's been uh, supporting the What's Wave campaign. Uh, we'll check in on that in a second. Uh, let me find the correct song for our birthday person. You know? For Rylus. Rylus. I got a birthday song for you. Yes, I do. Where the hell is it though? Yeah, there it is. I got it. I got it. I got it. Here's one. I, here's one I made earlier. Here's one I made earlier. Happy birthday to you. I think I'm an optimist because I'm here and I'm doing this. I think if I was a total pessimist, I would never have bothered. I would have just, you know, stayed in bed and didn't, didn't want to do it. Punctured bicycle.
channel of the Bandcamp if you so wish. If you're going to go digging for that and add that to your collection, you can go find that. Let's check in on that campaign. How we doing, baby? How we doing on this uh, What's Wave campaign? And yeah, we gotta, we got to remind ourselves why we played that. We played that for we played that for Realist Donna. The Realist Donna! Okay, Rightless Donna. However you pronounce it, happy birthday to you. Thank you for being here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's check in on that thing. How we doing today, baby? We are doing okay, baby. La, 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 la. All right, boom. Turn off my delay. We do not need delay for this. Uh, we were on 135 with 110. How we doing, baby? We move. We're on 111. 111 backers. That's the most suspicious number. At 136%. We move forward, baby, and that's a beautiful thing. Shouts out to everybody logged in, and shouts out to everyone involved, and shouts out to whoever it was who moved us forward. Incremental steps towards glory, that is epic. Yeah, baby, so thank you. Amen. Yeah. The, uh, me and Hercules are going to go out to uh, Melrose tomorrow and shoot a music video for the next single from Hot Wave 6, The Weather of Life Part 2, which is dropping on Friday. So hold tight for that Friday. There'll be a brand new video. What up, Andrew C? Says 11 Yeah, JCB Cool says congratulations. And Baldro Beacon says Bilbo. Bilbo. Damn, shouts out to uh, the OG Baggins. Shouts out to the OG Baggins. Do we know anything about Bilbo's pops? I can't remember. Uh, Great Flower says track was divine. That last one. Yeah, that's a rare occasion, right? Where, uh, I mean... I don't make things that I think suck. But, like, I kind of... And I, the Smiths are my favorite band. And I think I prefer that to the original version. By God. That's just magical. You know, I did that in uh, a cafe in Brighton Beach. In an internet cafe on Brighton Beach. Yes, I did. Well, okay, wife's giving me that look. So that shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up! Is that Ellen? I'm just hungry. Yeah, she's hungry. I did go a little late today, but that's cool. Good morning if it's your morning show. you got an extra bit of time on your morning show today, baby. You know, but anyway, it's Kira the Dawn. It's that meaning stream number 65. We had a beautiful stream today. Thank you to everyone who was here. Uh, thank you, Tom. Have you ever seen a baby pigeon? That's a good question. The answer is, of course. Everyone's seen a baby pigeon. You know, that's the small ones. Hey, uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to pray for. Uh, I'm going to pray for Tom. I'm going to pray for the baby pigeons. I'm going to pray for BJB. I'm going to pay for Angie. And I'm going to pray for Small in Australia. I'm going to pay for Black Girl Beacon. I'm going to pay for the bit of a 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 bit
you know, uh, shout out to everyone that's here. Uh, may all your dreams come true. Uh, you know, I pray that, uh, you know, whatever is testing you, you pass that test, baby. I think you've got it in you. I believe in you. I pray that you pass that test, baby. I pray that you dig deep and find the resolve you need to pass whatever is testing you today. Something always testing us, baby. That's what life is. It's one big test. You know, we go through many, many tests and we pass them. And if we do not pass them, we are forced to go through them again. So I pray you pass them, baby. I pray you go what it takes. Are you ready, baby? You can do that international high five about right now. You can do the international buy five right now, in fact. That's what you can do, the buy five. Here you go. Five, four, three, two, one. Buy five! Very good, baby. <laughs>